Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Michael Dean Show here on PodcastJuice.net. I am Michael Dean, and joining me today is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? Man, I have a calcium deposit on my right heel, and it hurts. That's I don't even know what that is, but that don't sound right. Calcium deposit. A calcium deposit where? On my heel, on my right foot. Oh. They can they can cut that off, can't they? Well, they gave me medication, and it is shrinking, but it's still unpleasant. Wow, it's a lot of information for the show, but all right. <laughs> can, I just, can I just say, uh, the bottom of the foot is nothing to fuck around with because I had to have a mold removed. Wow. One of the most painful experiences I've ever gone through when they had to inject me with um, the Novocaine, whatever, or the, whatever kills the pain. Wow. That shit hurt. The adventures in uh, nigga Middle Earth. <laughs> okay. So it's the MDS show geriatric edition. It sounds like Bilbo Baggins' problems. Mike said Bilbo Bilbo. Is that the Black Barber? Uh, hey, I was. That's it. It was nigga Middle Earth. But uh, anyway, um, all right, man. Man, I hope you feel better. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna go into mine, but yeah, I had to go to the dentist this week and uh, get taken care of. Um, but anyway, Mr. Aunt Pooh, sir, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I, too, went to the dentist, and I was very pissed off. I had a cavity. Wow. It's the first time in 15 years. Wow. Hey, bravo to you, because uh, I'm on the opposite end of that that that, that, that uh, spectrum. But that's all good. Um, what, 15 in one year? What? Damn, oh, man. Shit, I'm, 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 they're pulling teeth out of my shit. So. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm on the road for... Like implants and dentures and shit. Sheesh. I know. Uh, that's why we got to get that Patreon up, y'all. <laughs> 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 Teeth taken care of. I ain't lying. All right. Next up is Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? Yeah, see, I've been taking an apple cider vinegar because you recommended it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was trying to... Uh, I, I was thinking. Mike told me I need to brush my teeth every time I take it. I'm just swig it down. Uh-oh. And then I went to the I went to the health food store and asked her, "Is it true that that'll rot you?" Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, don't mm-hmm. mess around with that. Wow. Can I ask you a question about that? Yes. Uh, just for research purposes, what was the race of the lady you asked that question to? She was white. Now see, and see, he made a fucked up. Please so, so, so a black man tell you something, tell you, <laughs> tell, tell you about your health, you know, trying to help a brother out, you know, pass on some knowledge and stuff. But oh no, he ain't gonna, you know, I don't believe, uh, he don't know what he's talking about. He ain't no good. He out here in the fields with me. He, how could he know? But go <laughs> ask Becky, boy. To quote Bill Maher, I'm a house nigga. So. I, now you a nigga. House nigga. <laughs> Hey man, if if I ever run into a black person Mm-mm. that runs a health food store, I will patronize them. But will you believe them? Hey, ah. See, oh, um, now big se- big sexy shit. <laughs> trying to, I ain't trying to bring big sexy. It's called verifying sources. Wow. Okay. Precedent. Okay. That's what they call. Is that, that what we're doing? That's that's the problem with us people. We just oh. accept everything at face value. Oh. We don't go out and do our Googles or our research. Did you verify? <laughs> did you did you verify what she told you? 
I corroborated with, with yeah, what you told me. Yeah. So it confirmed <laughs> what you said. Right. So you should be happy that bing, I did bing, that. Bing, 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 swear. Bing, bing. <laughs> Negroes don't. Wow. They just kind of slow to the game. <laughs> yeah. It said that the deflection. You did pretty good. All right. But anyway, we'll give you a pass on that this time. Uh, man, let's get into it. This uh, man. So the last, the last show we did, or at least the last show I put up, was uh, about R. Kelly. And uh, that's been awesome. You know, the, now we're seeing the backlash, or you know, the extended branches of that tree. You know, so taking down everybody else. I wonder if it was like last year this time when you, Me Too, was popping, really started popping off. But we have two, uh, twenty nineteen is uh 2.0 it's time for y'all niggas to get it uh because you know last time well, we had russell simmons last time right yeah russell's got a whole uh, litany of issues um i try i can't remember who uh, if there were any other well there were a few but now it seems almost like exclusively they're going so of course and you know and r kelly earned that you know he put in a lot of work uh, so he earns his, uh, you know, takedown. But now we see, uh, let's just jump right into the big one here. Uh, they come in with, uh, coming at MJ. They got, they got uh, Michael. That's right? bullshit, man. They, uh, it's a documentary. HBO, go, go, HBO, uh, they ain't, how, they how about to get their money. something that didn't happen? Well, hey, um, they did probably do that a lot. Uh, what's the name of this? Is it Surviving? Oh, Leaving Neverland. Uh, this is going to be at Sundance Film <laughs> Festival. And then uh, HBO, they jumped on it. They're going to put it on their channel. Uh, I know one of the guys that is in this is... it. Uh, what's his name? The dancer dude. I should have this in front of me. I apologize. I, I did. Wade. Was it Wade or Rob? Wade Robson. Yeah, there you go. He, he's been... Uh, he, you know, he's kind of been on this for a few years trying to come at Michael but I could have sworn uh, his case had gotten thrown out um, I remember one time he was actually even caping for Michael on stuff so he'd be all over the place with it I'm not you know I don't know where what his angle is sometimes he support Mike sometime yeah I don't know if he's trying to get a bag but yeah they they about to go in on on Mike Jack uh, so I'm curious what do you guys think about this I think it's fairly clear, you know, these cases were both dismissed. Michael has never been, to my knowledge, found liable of anything civilly or guilty of anything criminally. So the fact that HBO is co-signing this bullshit is somewhat disappointing. I ain't watching it. Fuck them. Q-Storm. Um... Yeah, he the the cases were dismissed. I don't, but that doesn't mean he was declared innocent. I mean, factually innocent. I'm I'm not saying he's guilty, but the fact is, for the public at large, and whether you like it or not, there is a, a court of public opinion. It's still a question. Shit. So, well, you can shit all you want. It's the facts. <laughs> okay. Shit. <laughs> and. I don't like the fact that HBO is doing this, but they have every right to. And I'll say this: I, I was a, I was a huge Michael Jackson supporter, a huge fan. 
uh, as he as he went along and along right up to his death, he started to disappoint me more and more and more. That's on me, whatever. But it's a bet, no pun intended. It's a bed that he made. Mm. He didn't want he didn't want to listen to anyone. He, he didn't listen to his handlers. He didn't, it's, you know, just like all of these stars, you know, they get to a point where you can't tell them anything. And they create these circumstances. Michael Jackson, more than most, created the circumstances by which he imprisoned himself from by his fame and his reputation. He paid off the first kid instead of going to trial like he did with the second one. So um, I'm, a, <clears throat> I'm still, I mean, Michael Jackson played an influence in my life, got me into music, into singing. Curl. Uh, but the, uh, the fact is, it's a bed that he kind of made. Like uh, Wanda Sykes said, I've said on the show before, Michael Jackson didn't die of propofol. Michael Jackson died of too much Michael Jackson. So right. it's it's unfortunate, but I it makes sense that they would do this. All right. And Pooh? I don't like it, but at the same point, I, I say that about every celebrity. We don't really know them. We don't know anything. People like to say, oh, I know they're not a racist. I know they're not a child minister. I know they don't do drugs. Nah, niggas. Y'all don't know these people. So if there's a story that can be corroborated with facts, then I say put it out there. You know, it, it'd be uh, very sad to see one of our icons be taken down. But if this stuff is true, we got to hear it. Because at the end of the day, I'll say it again, we don't know these niggas. See, that's just it, though. This, If there was new people coming forward with new things that haven't been litigated, Okay, but this is old news. This is an old story that is just being pimped in the National Enquirer type setting. This is bullshit. But the thing is, we haven't seen the documentary to know what they're presenting, to know if this is just some more bullshit or... I mean, like, for example, most of the stuff in the R. Kelly stuff, some people know that. Some people knew the girl in that video was under A. Some people knew... Uh, that he was married. Some people, there was a lot of information. They, they knew the Aaliyah ma- marriage took place. But, you know, there was more information. So, and there was stuff that we did not know. So, that that's my take on it. You know, you, you're saying that this is no new information. I'm sorry, we don't know that just yet. Was it Before the documentary for R. Kelly came out, which I haven't seen, uh, what were any of those revelations that I've been reading? You can't avoid it. Uh, were they known before the documentary was released? Like, did anyone put out any press releases? This person has their story to tell on this document, or were, were people learning things as they were watching the documentary? I think it was a little both. I mean, some of the things I knew just from hearing about it, but I didn't know all of the details, you know, and I certainly didn't hear it from the women's mouth as you do from right. in the show. Uh, so I thought that was a new angle so to go. hear their stories. And there was new information. Like, I didn't know, like, all his song. well, not all of his songs, but most of those songs he was talking about singing were essentially, like, real-life, you know, situations, you know, like pedophile anthems and, and different things. Like, it's, it's disheartening now. So it, so it did put some new stuff out there to me. I, you know, I'm sure there's people so, who don't follow Michael Jackson like that who have no or weren't alive when those things were popping off who know none of this stuff you know as well he's got a lot of younger fans well on the R. Kelly thing you know I'm glad you said that Mike about some of the song topics 
that one British uh, interviewer got right in his kitchen about it, and he, you know, walked off the set. You know, Ture threw him softballs. But just, Somebody playing something. What is that? And My at, bad. At the same time with Mike, Mike's been gone, what, 10 years now? No, nah, man. And that, now these guys are getting this thing out there. Now, again, <clears throat> you know, we're all about working like a job and whatnot. And clearly there's going to be a payoff for these knuckleheads from HBO, assuming it goes well at the uh, at Sundance. But again, unless there's something new here, and I don't mean these guys come over and say, well, what happened that night was really this, but I didn't want to say it. Fuck out of here. Well, well, let me say this. Uh of course, this is is done to, to you know to get ratings and to make money. Let's be clear. So, and I'm not mad at that. Mostly, everything is that's put out. Uh, the R. Kelly thing was it as well. But again, I think when you say it was a new information, it may not be new to you or people who follow Michael, but it may be new information to a whole host of other people who, again didn't follow Michael like that, or they only just know Michael of some of his. You know, they know the songs. Uh, we live and plus we live in a time right now this is the whole me too thing this is a hot topic you know people being exposed you know sexual predators or or or, uh suspected sexual predators being exposed in entertainment this is a big thing right now so i can understand why there's like this is the time to put this out uh were these things out there before yeah now again we don't know exactly what they're going to do it may show that the way dude was flip-flopping, you know, and the stuff that he said about Mike. And I'm sure if 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 it's a thorough documentary, it would probably show that, yeah, his shit was dismissed um, or whatever the case. So, you know, we don't really know what it is. Now, also, and like I said before, I know we want to protect our quote-unquote celebrities and the people that we love and the people who made us feel good. You know, the, Michael Jackson's a genius and his music... It's part of the world. I love it. Grew up on it. So I would hate to see anything that, you know, would bring him down a notch. And we will cape for, as we always talk about, Michael Jackson got a lot of public, you know, a lot of public defenders out there. <laughs> but he got a lot of Superman and Superwomen out there who's ready to cape for him. And I'm not mad at that. That's a part of when we idolize celebrities. Probably 99% of those people a nan met Michael, spent nan time with Michael, been to Neverland. So again, all we know is the sound of his voice in them songs and what we've seen on the video. So we, as Ampu said, we have no idea if this shit really happened or not. We we ain't I ain't talked to that Wade dude or we don't I don't know these other guys. So I don't know. I do know we live in an era where they be saying you gotta believe it kills him. You got I me. Mean, you gotta believe the. uh you know, the victims, you know, give the victims some sympathy and listen to their story. So you really have to have the same energy, though. If, if you're going to fight for one person and say you got to listen to them, you have to have that same energy if it's about somebody that you like. Otherwise, you just are being a hypocrite. And, and, and again, when do they come forward? If, well, if it's a beloved person, you can't come forward because everybody loves them. And how how would you know you're wrong? Nah, man. I mean, we have to take it as it is. It sucks. Like, I don't want to see this either, but at the same point, who will I to tell somebody else, you can't tell 
your story now if you get exposed as a liar so be it but you know that that is what it is it, it'd be no different if it was somebody out i know when i brought up prince in the last show again had a lot of internet public defenders oh you can't bring up don't bring his name in no, 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 no. hoofing and hollering hey man when the last time you spoke to them oh well i ain't i just bought the records i said okay shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> so we don't know you know what i'm saying i mean and that goes for anybody that'd be like if somebody came at your family yeah i would i would expect you to cape for your family even though that nigga he did that shit <laughs> but at some point when somebody show you the facts and be like okay well all right we got to deal with this you know can't you know can't he ain't lying so but we don't know that i, I don't know so you know but you know they gonna come at everybody this this we in a time where well you know what they're not gonna come at everybody that's what i want to talk about next so yeah they're gonna get at mike <laughs> you know they was going they're gonna try to really tear him apart they, oh, they were trying to tear him apart when he was alive so it really ain't no different right probably i, I would imagine probably the last half of his career was just him fighting back against them trying to tear him to shreds out here in the media so this is nothing new um but also we have other situations out here um sticking with the r kelly a little bit too is now you're starting to see the the blowback and you know uh torre you mentioned him earlier big sexy you know torre he was on the uh r kelly thing and he has that famous r kelly interview where he asked you know r kelly did he like underage girls you know he's uh talking you know he was talking about that and going in but now you come to find out oh boy has some dirt. they got dirt on you too doggy like and the way he got uh. blasted was actually kind of funny to me like it was some I, I don't have the young lady's name in front of me but it was a i think it was an instagram or a tweet comment and the, the lady was like how y'all going you know i'm paraphrasing how you gonna have him talking when he was coming at me greasy on some sexual abuse and then went to outline what he was talking about. Like it was, it was a makeup person the lady was, yep. she did makeup or something. My man, and my, my man, Torre, if you're listening, bro, I have some respect for his work. I know a lot of people don't, but I actually not mad at him, but yo, what are you doing? Talking to, you talking to females, talking about asking for anal and yeah, bust off on them on their face. Oh, what part of the game is that? I just don't understand that Mac. What, what part of Mac and sweet talk? Yeah, let me. I want to go. Let's do some anal, girl. <laughs> Who's who raised you? Like what? What neighborhood were they talking like that? So I don't. Whose man's is it? Yeah. Who? Well, I don't understand. I don't understand the game. Sometimes. So I'm just curious, what, what did y'all think of uh, Torrey's situation? And he's um, immediately done. Uh, he was going to tape a show with Terry Crews that day yep. when it dropped. <clears throat> Terry Crews tweeted, canceled. <laughs> and there was a picture, <laughs> a picture of the set, an empty set. I was like, damn. Like, and he ain't logged. And my man Torrey, he ain't commented on Twitter, Twitter since. Like, I was like, damn. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, but big sexy. Well, I have to disclose that I'm not a Torre fan, but keeping things completely neutral, <clears throat> you know, these allegations, if substantiated, he's got a problem on his hands. 
you know, because part of it, you know, the young lady was questioning that if he may have moved on another makeup person who happened to be male, who also quit the uh, mm. program that they were working on together, <clears throat> and then Tour ended up being fired behind it, allegedly. So I don't know, man. And for him to be coming out now on the R. Kelly thing, talking, you know, all that nonsense, like, dude, you got your hands caught in the cookie jar, you know, with your anal freaky, mm-hmm. and now you want to do all this? I, you know, it's a bad look. So let's hopefully someone will follow up on this. But since he is a, a <laughs> member of the media, you done? Since he's a member of the media, it may not, uh, you know, be developed to fruition. Yeah, I mean. And then he and then she exposed his apology. Like I guess he apologized to her via, uh, di- you know, direct messages or whatever, and they posted that out there. So damn. I was like, damn man, like I was I don't understand. Like if you know cats is getting called out, who don't know all last year people was getting exposed left and right, and you gonna come out and be on a program where you're going in on somebody kind of doing the same shit you doing. And you know you was tweeting or talking to somebody and they might have saved what you said and can put you on blast. Why would you even play with the, the fire like that? You're gambling. Uh-uh. Yeah, I asked her not to expose me, so I'm going to go out here. Let me get on, on this thing, get my attention, and I'm, I'm going to be, you know, judgmental, blah, blah, blah. But then you got smoke brewing. Like it just it, it doesn't make no sense. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Do you want the attention so bad? You want to seem like you... Uh, an authoritative person in the, you know, in critiquing and stuff, but you don't recognize that man. You playing a game like they could get you. You know you got some smoke behind you, but you ah, it ain't gonna come. And then the day it come is so swift. You done like you playing with your career. So I don't. I just don't understand. If it was, if I was him, I would have just. I, mean, I ain't gonna be on this show. Cause uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, doggy. They, they, somebody could throw my car down at any time. <laughs> so I'm cool. I'm cool. Let me just stay and do my little podcast and get my bread and support my peoples. But, but anyway, I, I don't know. Uh, Q Storm, any comments on this? Well, I got two things. Uh, I years and years ago, I did some shoots for BT, <laughs> and Touré was involved. And like I said. I'm surprised it was a woman accusing him of sexual wow. harassment. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is that what you're Say what? You going at him on that level? <laughs> well, I, I, it's just my opinion. He wasn't trying to holler at you, was he? No, but it's oh. just the way he was acting. Well, first of all, he's a bitch. Damn. Yeah, Whoa. So, yeah. <laughs> Q I mean, want all the smoke. LGBTQ community, huh? Q want the smoke. First, first, no, when I say bitch, I mean he's... He acts catty, bitchy. Uh, I, I'm. I was doing an interview in Brooklyn with Kevin Powell. He was jogging down the street. He came and started, you know, chopping it up with Kevin a little bit. And you know, I, <clears throat> I gave him a nod, like to say, "What's up?" You know, how you doing? He looked me up and down, like, "Oh," and walked off. <laughs> Second time, I was working with BET in 2005 with Reginald Hudlin. We was doing that. Uh, called the new faces of BET they were doing this American Idol style reality show and they had these kids come on and you know uh, pretend like they were hosting the show 
And then uh, I had to go back to Reggie's office, Reg, Reginald Hudlin's office, and it was him, Ture, some other people I can't remember. I think Nelson George was one of them. And uh, he just had the nastiest, bitchiest, cattiest, I mean, the, 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 the limp-wristed, the whole, he was acting the whole nine. And I was like, this, man, this is, this is a, I guess it's the term, he was acting like a, like a queen, I guess. What I don't know what the term is, but uh, I was like, oh, this, this, I can't stand this guy. He's an asshole. Can I, can I just back up what you just said? What's that? Yeah, he was a bitch. Then you said he was a queen. He's also an asshole, or is he an asshole because he was a queen? He was just a nasty person, a mean oh, okay. spirit. Of, he was just tearing down these kids. Ah. Oh, okay. It was like they were, it's like all, and I said Reggie included, they were all just saying wow. mean things to make themselves feel superior. Wait, was this for the show or this off, you know, off the air? We videotaped, they allowed us to videotape some of the stuff, and then they would tell us to shut the cameras off. And then they made us sit there and wait for like two hours while they had refreshments and snacks and talked about all kinds of shit. And then they started talking about the kids and about how she looked ugly, she's fat, this and that, and I was like, really? Man, you're airing them out. <laughs> Did they give you some of the snacks? Nope. <laughs> you say no? I said no. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't remember. They may have. I can't remember. We, oh, we were there for a long time. So I hope they did. I don't remember that. Oh, but uh, And the second thing is, why are you... Maybe I'm missing something. I never was a Mac when it came to the ladies. I mean, I I I knew how to charm some of you know. I I had something about me, <laughs> but why would you go in on I want anal? <laughs> I don't. Isn't I don't I don't mean to offend anyone, but isn't the pussy good enough? I don't understand. <laughs> why Why are you Why are you making the point to expressly request? The anal. I understand. If I was a man's man, that would be the title of the episode. Is the pussy good enough? But anyway, go ahead. I, I don't understand that. I, okay, let me leave it at that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I mean, I get. You know, the thing is, probably in the numbers game, on some percentage, it must work. I mean, because I don't know why. At some point, you got comfortable enough to be asking that type of shit. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that something I need to know about why someone would ask for that over just doing the regular Mac vibe? Well, I mean, is it? Yeah. I've never been there, if you know what I mean. So, and I've never needed to or felt the need to. So, I need someone to help me out. Why do you lead off with that? I have no answers for you. Anybody else want to comment? No, I'm straight. I know. Uh all right. Well, uh man, and poo, man. I don't think I got anything else to add to this conversation. <laughs> I don't think I want to add anything. And got smoke in the background. He's like, nah, I ain't commenting. <laughs> They're gonna be pulling my shit out, pause. <laughs> I would say a joke there, but I'm gonna let it go. Let me stop. Yeah, please do. I will. Thank you. Uh only thing I, again, only thing I can say is is that in that industry We've seen, we've seen from the Harvey Weinstein's, the the princes, the, um, hmm? yeah, I mean, you know, you get that comfortable where you just mack on females the way you want. The, the Donald Trumps, grab them by the pussy. You're just going to say that. No, you, you just, said they're princes. What are you talking about? 
He's macked on females the way he wanted. I'm just saying that that vibe with not, loose talk. I'm quite sure he has. Wow, quite, quite, quite sure. sure. Oh, quite shit. sure. Interesting. Yeah, you gonna stand on that? Yeah, I'm gonna stand on that. I'm, wow. <laughs> I'm quite sure. I have no receipts, so I don't know, but I'm just quite sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I I don't confuse the the persona that they put out there with their music and stuff. I don't assume that that's how they are in private life. Okay, that's good for you. You might, you might so, not want to stand on. Saying. You might not want to stand on that. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, like I was saying, is when you get to that level of celebrity, you smacking just... yourself? What was that? <laughs> Are you gonna shut up or what? <laughs> if I if I feel like it, here we go. Okay, <laughs> okay. let me know when you're done, girlfriend. Okay. I do. <clears throat> nah, I'm not. I'm not too array, so you Hilarious. can have else for that. <laughs> go ahead. You you have the floor. So, yeah, as I was saying, when you get to that level, I think they just get comfortable thinking that they can get whatever FEMA they want, how they want. I mean, you look at what Matt Lauer with locking doors so he can jack off in front of people, Louis C.K. whipping out his dick, things like that. This this to me, we just we're seeing as they're pulling back the layers of what's going on, not only in the Hollywood, but in the music industry, news industry. That you're just saying that you got some perverted ass people that just feel like they can just get away with this type of stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it has been run rapid for years. It's, it's, a lot of that's been going on, but uh, yeah. So yeah, Torre, uh, that even they even uh, starting to get back on uh, your boy Charlemagne. Uh, I, I didn't see the last episode of the documentary, but I guess Charlemagne was on that. Yep. And uh, people was quick to say, you know, how can he be on there? He got a young lady that accused him. I didn't know this, but I started watching it. Last night, there's a documentary on Charlemagne online, <laughs> and, and it's it's you know his uh, victim. She the one that you know. I think she put it out with uh, what's his name? No choke. Uh, no choke. He's, no choke. He's the brother that was with Rock uh, Rockefeller and Jay Z. Filmed all their stuff. Uh, he's he's got a lot of documentaries out there in hip hop. But anyway, he he put this out in conjunction with the young lady, and uh, like I said, it's a documentary on Charlemagne online. Uh, about his, uh, you know, sexual suspect when I suspected of accused uh, abuse and stuff, and then obviously, you know, he's got these tweets that are just why I don't know why he doesn't go back and delete all those, but uh, you know, he's got a tweet uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I know he was saying I guess it was a joke. I'm gonna give him it as a joke, but uh, you know, it was the R. Kelly's was the best sex tape or something like that. Wow. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> then he had one. I didn't. I, I couldn't understand this. It was about uh, Obama's daughter. Oh, like oh. he wanted to you know, do some sexual thing. I'm like, who, I was like, first of all, like, I I'm gonna say these as jokes because I can't believe a man would say that out of his mouth. But why would you speak on Obama's daughter like any kind of way? Saying anything is considered greasy, but on some sexual type, you know, predator type stuff. I, I don't understand that one. I don't know how he gets a pass or I don't know if and put the smoke on him like, hey, this one, you out of line, part <laughs> you got me fucked up. Like I'm the president. Well, Obama go hammer on him. Yeah, I'm like, you, you got me on some other are you so I don't know, he'd be talking crazy, man. Like uh and some people have been going at the producer, Dream Hampton, you know, asking why would you have this guy on there, you can do your research. She says she didn't really know about these tweets before. Um, you know, the thing is 
when you particularly if you're going to do an investigative documentary like this about allegations like this, you should do really do very thorough research on when you have speaking on your documentary because you know this Charlemagne stuff's been out there since last year and them tweets was from years ago and he's always been known to talk real reckless to women on his shows I mean that's part of that was a part of his thing and of course he got called the task heavy about that last year but <clears throat> it sort of undermines the documentary if you have these problematic type of people on here she couldn't have known about the Torrey thing but the Charlemagne thing, you kind of got to wonder, you know, you, you should do the research. Maybe you should make sure the people you put on there don't have wild t tweets or aren't known to be very disrespectful to women. Um, so anyway, I mean, that's the other one that they really coming out. And I, I don't know if this R. Kelly thing now is going to breathe more fire into, you know, the Charlemagne thing. They kind of let that, they got that swept under the rug a little bit. But it's still out there online. Like I said, now they got a whole documentary on it. It's, you know, you, you you can't be again if you're gonna. And and I I see he's on his show talking about this R. Kelly thing. But I'm like, <laughs> if you're gonna be keeping it 100, as they say, and have the same energy as they say, you should be then just as going just as hard as y'all on your own, or at least willing to have that conversation with you there. But but what about your allegations, like? If you can believe the victims in, that's what I said earlier, if you can believe the victims in the R. Kelly thing, wouldn't we believe the victims in yours? So, oh, that's different. Well, yeah. Janine Garofalo let us know that. What, yeah, I saw something about that. I wasn't very clear on what was that all about. Uh, she she did a podcast and she took offense to them bringing up Louis C.K. and was talking about he suffered so much and we shouldn't believe everything. We should vet the victims. We just can't take them at face value. And I'm just like, mm, okay. So in other words, she's doing that. Well, that's different defense. You know, if a man had said that, all hell would break loose. <laughs> well, it is breaking loose on her. They, I'm oh, not following like, Twitter. Like, no, trust me. It would be a lot worse. Hmm. Well, now she knows Louis C.K. I guess or yeah she says she's known him since 1985 and uh, okay. he helped her and blah, I'm like oh it's the uh, gotcha. he's been good to me it ain't yeah, so bad good with us yeah this I don't know man this this whole thing man is just getting more crazier and crazier and uh, I'm curious to see what's gonna be the bottom of this me too it's exposing and people getting called out some people say hey it's old we already knew all that why are you doing it now some people are saying well it's never too late people were scared to come out i would say now it's probably it's such uh in the forefront of the conversation this is the time a lot of this stuff is going on um i i also think that it's it's very probably lucrative right now for a lot of places to be promoting this and putting it out and keep the story is creating content people getting paid off of this so it's a big thing man uh, it, the thing is you know once they get done with r kelly and they're gonna eventually they will be gonna move on to something else how deep they gonna really go are they gonna go after these really big tycoon type people that's really doing movers and shakers are they gonna get these same type of attention uh what's are we talking about before but uh the Brian Singer, did his movie just win like a big award or something? Yeah. Well, the, the thing was is that he, first of all, he shouldn't have been hired to direct Bohemian Rhapsody. Right, exactly. But, 
but they fired him. But he still after I guess, he did he, most of it. <laughs> yeah, so he he has a credit on there. Yeah. So he, I don't know if they're gonna give him an uh, an award for that, a, a physical okay. award for that. But based on what they're saying, he might be getting one. Yeah, my my thing is, they're making money off of him. Whether yeah. or not they give him the award, they yeah, we need somebody who can do this, can capture that feel. Hire old boy. They know he was problematic when they hired him because that stuff been out. There's a whole documentary about his ass out there. They knew about that, but they knew you can make this movie right and we can get this bread. And we can right. cut his ass off. It's the same with, um, again, Lady Gaga. Now, see, she was in the Oof. news, right? She has come out. I, I didn't. I didn't even know this. I don't pay attention. <clears throat> but she had a song with R. Kelly, I guess, years ago, right? Yeah. Um, long after the tape and after the trial. Yeah, long after she wasn't even. I don't even think she was out performing when all that stuff was going down back then. She had a song out with him. Now, after the documentary drops, now she's had a reverse she feels bad i guess she's removing her song from all the social well not social media but all the uh, streaming platforms uh she put out a statement you know saying blah 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 but and you know my thing about it is is how did you not know who r kelly was when you worked with him well after all this shit was out are you going to donate back? Are you going to do an accounting and donate all the money you made back on that song? <laughs> see, or, or is it now you feel bad because everyone's being, you know, put on front street. And if anyone who had any ties to him, now you have to, you have to say you, you ain't, you ain't cool with it no more. Right. Especially if she's, I'm not going to say Kate, but if she has supported other me too type situations before now, you would be looked at as well aren't you complacent because you actually broke bread with the brother um, but go ahead q you gonna say something i was just gonna say the, the lady gaga thing you know I, I will give anybody a pass who uh, i might put myself in hot water but if you didn't know how deep let him say it if, if you didn't know if you, you know it's know problematic, extent, problematic. If you didn't know the extent of R. Kelly's sickness mm. and you were like, I'm going to take a chance because mm. it might not be true or whatever. I can halfway see that. Mm. But then when I saw the when I saw the name of the song that she did with him, what was it? Do anything you want to my body. Do what I'm you like, want with my body. Yep. Come on. What? And this was in 2013. The tape came out when? 2002. And all the Aaliyah and all the other shit. 2013. That song is. I mean, if it had been, I believe I could fly. I'd be like, uh, okay, maybe. Right. But wow, do what wow. you want to my body. <laughs> wow, that's just that's just ignorance. You so you give her a pass for that? I'll just be clear. No, I'm saying it's just, it, it seems tone deaf. It's like you should be smarter than that. If nothing else, the optics don't look good. But the name of the song. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But you know, she was more. And let's be clear. She was more concerned with that bag and the money than child abuse or the allegations or she, you know what I'm saying? She figured, hey man, I can get bread with this. Let's work with R. R Kelly. She could have worked with anybody she want, right? She was the top, she was one of the top artists in the game, wasn't she? That's what I'm saying. Why would she need to get a bag from R. Kelly? Because she knows she can get that money. And that's what she's focused on. Same way everybody is. Same way Marvin Sapp 
the uh, the guy who who, who created that song never would have made it. The pastor, yeah. he did it. He just did. He a just song dropped the song, Kendall. didn't he? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in 2018. I, 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 pastor? I don't know. What did he? What did he do? He, he Marvin Sapp. He's he's a pastor in that whole gospel uh, right, community. Yes. Oh, okay. He did a song with him, with R. Kelly. Dropped in 2018. <laughs> That's he, not the same preacher that got caught kissing a <laughs> kissing a man and uploading it. Is that the guy? I, I don't I know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. I thought one of y'all posted it. It was a guy who it was a preacher who accidentally. Oh, I, yeah, I know that picture. I don't know how that has anything to do with Marvin Sapp. I don't, I don't I'm know. asking, was that the same preacher? Uh, I don't know who that was in the pictures. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> and then on a, on, a, on a lower level, you got the B2K reunion. They're going out saying this will be the last time they're going to perform those R. Kelly songs. The who? B- <laughs> Hilarious. B2K. Yeah, this, this is a millennial thing. Yes, <laughs> B2K. Omarion and all of them folks. Omarion. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and and um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And I seen uh, you know, my guy Dame Dash. He Ooh. did an interview with Nick Cannon. Shout out to yeah. Nick Cannon. <laughs> and I, I, let me say, I have a lot of respect for both of these brothers, man. I really have a lot of respect for Dame Dash. I, I, I love that was Cannon. I love game Dame Dash, but there was a question that Nick asks him in this interview that I thought was real funny style on Nick to do. He, the question he asked Dame, he said, "Who signed Foxy Brown? You know, the rapper." And Dame was like, "I, I don't know. I didn't sign her." What are you, you know, he's like, what are you, "What are you talking about?" Now, I, and then I started to remember, I started seeing headlines before I saw this interview where people were sort of kind of side-eyeing, side-eyeing now Jay-Z thinking that he may have had some sort of relationship with Foxy Brown. And she was like, what, 16 or something. And Jay was like in his 20s. So Nick Cannon, when he asked that question, you know, Dan was like, I, I, didn't, I didn't sign her. I don't know nothing to do with her. Then he's like, wait a minute, why are you asking that question? Why are you asking me that question? What do you really want to say? And Nick didn't have whatever the balls enough to just say what he was insinuating. He, you know, they all both started laughing and stuff. And, oh, I see what you're doing type of thing. But to me, why would you ask Dame Dash, one, if Jay-Z was possibly sleeping with an underage girl? First off, why... I don't know why you would even insinuate asking another man that type of question that he worked with and broke bread with, created a situation. But then you as a man on the platform doing your thing, why would you even come at Jay-Z like that? Wouldn't you get Jay-Z on the show? We probably would never come on there, but to ask him that question, like trying to trip up and get his man caught out there to say something funny style that he ain't got nothing to do with speaking on another man and on some possible abuse type stuff i just didn't understand like he seems like a solid dude but i just was i I couldn't understand why he would play like that and one i was like you know who jay-z is like he's one of these cats that's a mover and shaker in the game or blah 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 if you got some issue with him and you trying to expose him as some sort of sexual predator you got to have all your ducks in a row. 
You can't throw it off on some chatty patty question to another dude and then don't even have the balls to follow up and actually say what you're trying to say. It just didn't. It actually fucked me. I was like, ah, wow. I was like, that's just so out of pocket to me. I didn't understand that type of play. Yes, I understand that the conversation of R. Kelly is way out here, but we can't be like playing that kind of funny style game where we sort of insinuating, but you just can't ask the question. You you could just then he should just have he should just get on his show and just come out and make the show up. Why is Jay Z? You know, and then you deal with all the backlash and smoke that will come your way for investigating that. You're supposed to be able to stand on that then if that's what you're gonna do. I just thought that was a little funny style. Not a little style not a little funny style. I thought that was funny style because I actually have a lot of respect for Nick Cannon. I think he's a really smart dude. And I, you know, I see some of the things that he does, but I don't know. It was just a little funny. But going further back into that interview, they talked about, you know, again, R. Kelly, Jay-Z, Dame Dash. You know, I think they had two albums together, Jay-Z and R. Kelly. And he was questioning Dame. Like, yo, how if you have, you know, how are you working with R. Kelly, man? Y'all knew his situation. You was in a relationship with Aaliyah. Like, how could you work with them? with all of that and he was like I didn't work with him like I wasn't a part of that I, I was in that one video but I wouldn't stand next to him I wasn't gonna be in no scenes with him I didn't really support this yeah. I wasn't on the tour none of that type of shit it wasn't no it wasn't a Rockefeller record you know and that and he said that caused it, he, I don't know if he said exactly but he was sort of insinuating that did cause issues one of the issues between him and Jay-Z and then you know uh, Aaliyah as well and he said he asked Aaliyah what happened with you and R. Kelly he said I don't want to talk about it leave it alone so he left it alone but it's, 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 a, it's creeping into a lot of different things a lot of people's getting pulled into this mm -hmm. conversation and Pooh you got any thoughts on this yeah I thought that whole situation was just messy as hell but um, one, of, one of my mans Andreas Hell he does a number of hip-hop music and combat sports writing uh he's saying that eventually they're going to shine a light on hip-hop and a number of people he, he was telling me he has stories that he could tell but he ain't gonna put it out there but when they do a number of people are gonna go down and i've just ruined the day that that happens because it's gonna fuck up a lot of lives but hopefully it's gonna expose a lot of fucked up people as well um, just going going back to this with this this whole Foxy, Aaliyah, Jay Z, Dame, that whole thing is just a fucking mess when you think about it. You got uh, Jay Z and Dame Dash allegedly dating Aaliyah. You got Foxy being sixty. Uh, FYI, when she was singing uh, "Ain't No Nigga," which was her first uh, her first track, she was sixteen years old, which shocked the hell out of me. Which I'm like, what the hell is a sixteen year old rapping about? You know her. Il Nana, which was a euphemism for a vagina, like that. It just, again, breathes to that culture of how some of these older cats are preying on these young chicks. And now everything's going to be put through the uh, what the microscope and say, okay, was uh, Maya, what was going on with her? Brandy, Monica. This shit's going to be deep and go and just spread and, and hit back on everybody. Well, I, I can say firsthand that I would I saw Dame Dash doing behaving inappropriately to someone I was working with and I lost all respect for him at that point. 
I'm not going to say their name or anything like that, but yeah, was he, somebody underage? No, not they weren't underage. Oh, okay. He was, well. he was harassing someone I was working with. Now she oh, okay. managed to overcome the situation, but uh, yeah, it wasn't pleasant. Interesting. 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 All right. Well, we'll leave that. Uh, that that's for you to speak on. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I wasn't there. Oh, and another thing, I want to call bullshit on him on day Uh-oh. when he said, "Well, I didn't work with him," and blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, you were in the video. Why well, I, I wasn't next to him, nigga? You was in his video. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't parse any of that. What do you mean? I I didn't stand next to him. What, what the fuck is this? What is this? Some high school shit? Well, you know, I was in the picture, but you know, I didn't really fuck with the dude. Why are you in the video? So I'm sorry, I'm calling bullshit. Well, he, he said because that his artist was there, and he the manager. Couldn't even. So I, I again, I, I'm not caping for him, but I'm just saying that's what his that's what his response to your question was, was on the show. And I'm well, sorry, I'm still calling bullshit on that. Okay. You didn't have to be in the video. Can I, I, I can I ask a question to Big Sexy? If you contract to appear in a video let's say let's say this situation he contracted to appear in this video then he learned about all this stuff coming out can he break the contract on a moral ground or something maybe he had no alternative all depends on what the contract says the contract says you know what my client doesn't have to appear in this video project if there was some type of morals clause yeah but without that you gotta go and, and the, the, yeah, I was gonna say, well, Jay Z would have been, in a sense, Dame's client, right? I don't know what the relationship. Well, was. I mean, he was the manager of Jay Z. So, I mean, him being in the video is probably like the fifty other niggas that was in that video. Just, right. Because we all Rockefeller is here. We doing a video now. Again, whether he any if you believe what he says, well, you don't see me in no scene standing next to that dude. I wasn't going to do that. I, again, I don't know. Uh, but I, I could see how somebody would say, why Why was you there? Now, one of his uh, people, Memphis Bleak, just came out. I don't know if this was yesterday. He said Dane was lying. He said Dane was in full support of that whole situation. So, again, you, who knows what to believe. But, you know, a, a lot of people knew. We all knew who Jay, uh, excuse me, R. Kelly was back then. So, regardless of if he was in the video or this and that and the third in today's climate you there it's just cut and dry you you dealing with you deal with kids you're abusing kids oh you're done supposedly you're supposed to be done now there's roman polanski there's brian singers <laughs> different thing. but uh that's what's supposed to be now again you know there's other people that are a lot more in my opinion a lot more powerful and doing bigger things than these celebrity performer type people we're talking about. Uh, one of the big ones that I want to hear more information on is this dude, Ed Buck. Mm. Uh, Ooh. He, yeah, Ed Buck, he is, uh, they call him a Democratic mega donor. Oh, oh yeah. that dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that dude. Uh, he uh, is in California. The second dead body in his house in 18 months, and they're black men. And apparently, word on the street is he is into gay black dudes. He goes to the clubs, you know, he'd be partying. He's in that scene and he goes and tries to get dudes to come home with him. 
And his whole thing is, you know, let me shoot you up with some like meth or something and try to get you as high as you can. He gets off on that. You know, I don't know if they do other things or whatever, uh, but that's his that's his M.O. And I, I heard a, I was listening to Tyreek and, a, and a, a, a gay brother called into the show and was like, yeah, I heard about that dude. I'm in the game. You know, I, I'm in, in a, I think he was an entertainment game. He was a makeup artist and he travels a lot. He said, yeah, when I go to Cali, everyone knows you ain't supposed to really fuck with Ed Buck. He That's that creepy white dude that be in the clubs trying to get brothers to come home with him. And he said a lot of cats do because, you know, he he's tricking off with them. You know, he give them the money. And if you willing to, you know, do his little things he like to do, he break you some bread. You know, if you if you hungry, you know, so he was that dude. He's that type of dude. I mean, they have that for for females too. You know, some cats that being dude that's balling, got a lot of money. He on some other shit. Sister, oh, you need your rent paid, girl. You better go on over there. Ah, man, he be into some wild stuff, girl. I need to get me some new shoes. So it's the same type of thing, you know. And and that was his thing, but he got brothers on some other. Actually, there's some pictures out too. I don't know if y'all saw the pictures. Somebody don't leak the pictures. He got brothers dressed up. On some weird like conf- some confederate or some I don't know some race type oh, role playing. I'm I'm not lying. Some some crazy stuff. And then he got he's shooting brothers up and probably having sex with them and stuff. So this dude, I, I don't know if he's you call him a predator, but this, he he killing brothers. Like he literally killing dudes. And uh, he got I see the picture now. Fox News, you know they going. They go and they got a picture of him. Actually, it's a video. I guess he's he's standing right there with with Hillary. Oh, um, yes, yes. You know he's he's all hugged up. Uh, he's, they say he he donates a lot of money to the Democratic game. Uh, so I don't know if they and he ain't and he ain't seen that jail or been arrested and had two African American grown ass men dead in his house in about a year, no jail time. So we again. How far up are we gonna? Is it gonna go? I I can't wait till it gets to these cats, so we can have the multi-part documentaries. Yo, he's he been donating money to this and that, and they know he be getting down like this. Or all of them gonna step out now? Like a like uh, are we gonna see Hillary pull a Lady Lady Gaga, and come out and denounce this dude, and and give back the money? So we'll we'll be very curious. Let's see if they have the same. Let's see if they have the same energy. Go ahead. The money's been spent. She, I mean, if she were running a campaign, she damn sure better would give that, better give the money back. Okay. Well, okay. Um, or hopefully, again, will she denounce this guy? You know, she talked about. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be funny stuff. Well, she had that famous video where she was talking about the super predators. Ain't he one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're saying if it's gonna go that high up. <clears throat> uh, I think we talked about Corey Hain. Uh, Tariq yeah. also put out a video of, of him on The View and uh, Barbara Walters was kind of getting at him funny style of when he was exposing what was going on with these young boys. And there was actually supposed to be a documentary film that came out that was talking about a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. That she was, film never she saw was, the light of day. She was like, why are you, you going to hurt this in, whole industry or something like that? Like, why are you yeah, saying this? Yeah. <laughs> he was on but, code. <laughs> But the thing is, that movie, have we haven't seen it, hasn't seen the light of day. Somebody or a lot of bodies put the stop put the stop on that. Oh, I'm so sure. I'm so sure. you're saying like 
Are we? I'm saying right now, no. No, we're not. Yeah, man. Uh, this this whole thing is is a lot deeper, and I don't know if, again, it's lucrative. I understand when you said your your buddy, the writer, said they they might come at the whole hip hip hop thing. I could actually see that, because I kind of feel like they're done with hip hop anyway in terms of a lot of these guys, and they'd rather promote these other people in place of R and B and and hip hop, but. I don't know. It'd be very interesting because, again, a lot of these cats, they made a lot of money with these people over the years. A lot of these, I think somebody, there was some group that just flew a, a had a plane fly a, blank, a banner over over Sony Records or or MCA or something talking about release R. Kelly. I mean, so they, they, they're going, they're starting to get at some of these corporations. Uh, and I think R. Kelly still has a record deal, right? Was it RCA or something? I mean, they're still getting named bread. So we'll see how far it goes up, but it's a very interesting time, man. Uh, again, as I've always said, if you getting in the public eye and you used to be on Twitter and all that talking crazy and having fun, my advice, just go on and delete your shit and start over because <laughs> they going, somebody going to get it and they going to hold that against, they going to, they going to have this hanging over here. And like, okay. And real quick, and I said, we was going to do an quick. hour. Uh, just like I find this very interesting, uh, Jeff Bezos is all in the news now. All of a sudden, so first of all, you know they say he's the richest man in the world. Okay, blah blah blah. Now they say he's getting a divorce from his wife. He's married for what twenty five years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, how is it the same week, days after that story dropped, they got supposed text messages? Between him and some alleged mistress or whatever, how to, how that work would all drop at the same time? Like it just seemed like, and I'm not saying they're not real or nothing, but it just seems very interesting. You can see how they're trying to like push a narrative, or somebody said, "Yo, push the button on this cat, man. He whatever backroom big deals going down. Somebody, said, you know what? Put the game on him. Go ahead and." Let's get Jeff. We gotta bring him down a little bit, and we got juice on him. Let's go. And I don't know if they saw the the divorce announcement as the open. So, oh, okay. Yeah, let's go ahead. And they hit the editorial people. Yo, we need the stories on you know his money and he's gonna lose money possibly. Put that out there in the wind. And then oh, we got. I think it was National Enquirer. Was it National Enquirer? Yo, we got the text messages. Supposedly, you know, dropped it. Drop the hammer on that. And to me, the National Choir has already been exposed, right? As they work with these big money players. Wasn't they working with Trump to keep stories out the game? Yep. To, so they, they in the business of, you know, hey, oh, you need a little quick quo pro? Break bread? Man, we won't run that. Or they probably do it the other way. Oh, you need me to throw that out there? We got you. We got that story. You go ahead and pull the trigger on that. So to me, it's just funny. I, I could see that that could possibly be going on with this Jeff Bezos thing. It's like, oh, this dude, he think he running the game. and He got the Washington Post, too. He trying to control the media. Oh, let's show him that we still can pull some strings out here. You ain't that far. Man, we'll taint you, homie. You ain't that serious. And I, that, to me, that's how I play. Because end of the day, man, this dude is balling out of control. If he's getting a divorce and he still got to give up half that bread, 
He's still sitting on empires <laughs> and still control and making billions every month. Like it ain't that ain't nothing. That's just to try to get the consumer's mind thinking, oh, there's a little notch in the game. Eh. There's something bigger being played here. That's my opinion. I, I could be just on my conspiracy shit, but I don't know. I just people get divorced every day. Like, yeah, he's on an upper financial level, but he's so far up on the level. That ain't shit. <laughs> and let's keep it, you know, consistent with uh, Mr. Bezos here. This is, you know, going back to Eddie Murphy Raw, I believe. Mm. You know, this is not like, you know, the wife didn't put in. You right. know, she didn't, she didn't own a little bullshit boutique and come up with, you know, $70 a week. She was with him from day one, pretty much. Yeah. They met as venture capitalists. She know what she's doing. And she knows what she's entitled to get. So I'm sure this should go fairly quickly outside of the valuation of the companies and all that. But she's going to get her taste. Oh, yeah. She helped. Uh, you know, I've been reading a book where they was driving across the country and they was in the car plotting out Amazon. You know what I'm saying? She was right there with them. But I just think that, man, when you're on that level, it didn't really. I mean, he would be an idiot to try to fight because it's, it's already exactly. been published that she was there from day one. They've been married for 25 years. So you already know off the top. Oh, yeah, she's going to get her cake. I mean, the sure mother of my children. She's the mother of my children. We on generational wealth. This ain't nothing. Like, yeah, she's going to get the half or whatever. We come to an agreement. We got, we, we, we're we looking to make billions here. We're making billions per month. So go ahead. She get her bread and we'll figure that out. But we gonna, we can't stop the money that's coming in. Be out here bickering. That would be on some foolishness. So I don't really. That's why I'm like, yeah, they on a different level with it, man. It'd be no different if it was Bill Gates and Melinda that got divorced. They're so entrenched in the game and wealth. They'd be like, man, please go on and give her her forty percent or fifty whatever. Man, I'm looking to make another hundred twenty billion this year. Think I'm? We gonna be out here bickering and they gonna mess up the money? They on some generational shit. Power move. Their kids, their kids ain't got to worry about a goddamn. <laughs> so, please, they ain't gonna be out here. They're not gonna be out here like on some ratchet couples that we see uh, in the media fighting and fussing. They not. That ain't them. You ain't never seen Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, none of these big players. Tim Tim Cook. You ain't never seen them in no ratchet developments in the news. They don't even get down like that. They don't be flossing. Or balling out of control. They don't be on the internet tweeting and Instagramming. They get checks. So you best believe as much as the media probably want to play this up. You ain't probably going to have neither one of them say a damn thing. Just be one little release. Oh, we came to an amicable split. And she go on and do her thing. He go on and do his. Let's get this bread. But if it was, you know, uh, shit, I don't know who. Who these couples out here loving hip hop or some of these really being offset? Yeah, call it, they be fighting, <laughs> yeah, going back and forth, and we be loving it. But they dealing with, I mean, they dealing with pennies. That's 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 how they make their money is is beefing in the in the stratosphere. These upper right. echelon cats, they definitely are not beefing to get no money. That's a that's a uh, detriment to getting money. So you just seeing I mean, the media play into that because that's just a feeding frenzy right now. Let's get these clicks. It's really salacious. Yeah, let's get yeah. these clicks. I mean, I don't want to get sidetracked, but I, I was reading somewhere that they were saying that he can't give her half, and they got and they're gonna have to work out some other uh, agreement because 
him having to give her half, he'd have to sell shares in Amazon to get that money. And him selling shares, it could cost him control of Amazon. So I'm just thinking like, like, like you were saying, Mike, you know, hey, we, we got to keep this bag going for the kids. So I think she's going to take far less because it means keeping control of Amazon for the kids. Well, she'll probably take less liquid, but retain her ownership interest in the companies. Yeah. No, but I think she's entitled to his. I'm sure she'll, she'll stay as it is and she'll have an equitable ownership stake, but let things run as they've been running. Yeah, sure she would be out. nuts to to get in the way of any like if if what you say was true, I'm not saying it's not, but then the, if that was to potentially mess up her getting, and and the company being as as fruitful as it is, and because you want to be like kind of spiteful about it, that would be a dumb move. Like if it was look, we can get generations of billions coming down forever, and we own this shit and the power. Or we can split it in half. I can sell my shit. Somebody else can come in here and the shit get devalued and fucked up. And you won't get no money down the line. Which would you rather do? You know what I'm saying? I think I would assume when you're at that level, I'm assuming you get a little bit more smarter than just, I got to be right. You know, the got to be right types of chicks, (laughs) they don't care. You know, they're not thinking. But the bigger, see, the bigger picture ones, let me play the game smart instead of me just being, well, I'm I'm right. You and cheating. I'm that ain't gonna get you know that that might soothe your ego for a quick second, but that 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 type of attitude definitely didn't get them to where they are right now. Nope. Because nope. I would imagine even if it was true he was doing whatever he was doing, I'm sure she knew about it or whatever. But again, that's the difference between she didn't go out on social media. I'm exposed, Jeff. I've been hurt. Dang, dang, dang. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then trying to bring his whole shit down. He's probably, let me, okay, how do I get the bag? Play this with my lawyers and play it smart. And we put a joint statement out. Because, right. Because I, we got to get this money. Yeah, because my, my thought process is, because you know, again, I'm reading that they've been separated for a minute. I, I think the marriage has been over for a while. Probably. It's just that, it's just that us divorcing is going to fuck up the company. Yeah. I just think that he probably found someone. He's like, she's like, nigga. I, I mean, I ain't gonna be your your girlfriend for too long. So now it's like, okay, I guess I gotta get the divorce. Yeah, let's plan this out right. If you're not gonna be out there looking crazy, making me look bad, and I'm not gonna do nothing. So I see you. I know what you're doing. We already understand it. Okay, when's the right time when we can announce this thing so we can maximize the situation with is less blowback for our kids, our family, and this business. You know, but that's how I would assume they plan it. Yeah, because I mean, when they announced their divorce, Amazon stock went down. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, anything. Did you guys have anything you guys wanted to do? Well, I thought Q had something on his mind about his uh, yes. thingy. Yes, that's right. Uh, well, do we have time? We do. We do. Go ahead. And not a big deal. It's just, it was kind of disappointing. And that is that, um, as you may or may not know, I'm trying to start a business uh, teaching gun handling, gun safety, gun maintenance, usage, and self-defense. And I'm doing a free seminar at the local barbershop uh, down the street. He let me put up some uh, posters, you know, some flyers that I designed. You know, it's for free. Just get people to come there, talk to them for an hour, then get them to sign up for classes. 
I went all around my neighborhood, all the white stores, white-owned businesses, the Pakistani business, the Indian business, the convenience store, the laundromats, hit them all. Then I, then I decided to go to the other side of the tracks, on the other side of 8 Mile, if you will, and uh, hit up some of the black businesses. So the first one I went into, which I used to go there all the time, uh, went in there, bought bought some DVDs, you know. I don't know. If, hopefully they're not bootleg, but he's been known to sell some bootleg stuff. Wow. And, uh, it's out. the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> okay. I didn't mention his name. Uh, he said, "Hey, what's up, man? I ain't seen you in a while." I said, "Yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't come over that much any that much anymore because of whatever reason, whatever, you know." Um, but uh, I said, "Can you put? The, I'm doing a gun safety seminar. Uh, can you? Would you mind putting this flyer up?" He looked at it. He said, "Yeah, I'll put it up when I get around to it." I said, "Okay, okay. Here's my thirty dollars for the DVDs. <laughs> nice doing business with you." And walked out. Went down the street to the laundromat, black-owned laundromat. Went inside, talked to the guy. I said, uh, I'm doing a gun safety seminar. Um, you know, it's a community service type of thing. You know, trying to put some eyes on my business. You mind if I put a flyer up? Now, he said, let me see the flyer. I handed him the flyer. Took him a good 30 seconds to read it. Then he turns to me and said, I can't put this up because the owner doesn't like me putting up flyers. Now, I'm going to think, well, why did you bother to read it? And I said, I said, oh, well, can I speak to the owner? Oh, well, he leaves at 9 a.m. 9 a.m., really? He leaves at 9 a.m. Then I look at the wall, and I see flyers for <laughs> a tax business or something. I forget what it was. I said, well, you know, I figured you wouldn't mind putting the flyer up because I see those flyers right there. He said, well, that, that's my business. <laughs> that's different. I'm like, I'm like, um, okay. So when is the owner here? So I can ask him if he would mind me putting my flyer up. I want to say next to yours, but I didn't say that. He said, I, he comes in. I don't know when he'll be in here next. You could try tomorrow morning. No, tomorrow's Sunday. Right. I'm like, okay, thanks. So I'm trying to figure out. What's the difference here? What 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 do we see here? Hashtag, why can't we be great? What, mm. what, I don't get it. Anybody got any answers for me? Well, I think the obvious thing is, you know, maybe we kind of want no gun business in this, in this store. That could be it. Certainly possible. Sometimes it's not a zebra queue. Sometimes the horse is a horse. So let me ask you this then. I went to the post office, the Boothwin. I live in the um, township of Boothwin. Uh, and I went to the Boothman post office. The guy let me put up a, a, a flyer in the post office, and it's illegal. Uh, it's a, a felony to carry a gun uh, on the park, on the grounds of a post office, but, they, but he was cool. Does he own the place that said no? Then it doesn't matter. Two different things. You know, uh, dude, the owner of the store or whoever you talk to must know something, or or maybe the guy who you talked to saw your business is competing with his business for that counter space for flyers, and, and he gave you the brush. Uh, it was a whole wall, but okay, I guess that's possible. I, I, I would say it, it could be a number of things, but it it could be one 
too maybe like you know i know oh. a lot of black people are hesitant about guns aren't mm-hmm. as comfortable as a lot of white people are so that might be where it's kind of like ah no nah, we're cool on that or you know another guy so that might be some hesitation um sometimes too again depending on who you're dealing with now if you had had a young lady walk in there with that flyer and asked him i'd be curious if he had outright said no or yeah go on put that up you know sometimes it's di- you know it depends on who you're dealing with uh particularly with us sometimes so you're dealing with guns that's for some a lot of us that might be a, a hesitation uh he might have been just hating on you because you're doing your business right he might have been uh doing a little bit of you you know what i'm saying like oh well my man told me to, to take that apple cider vinegar water no, joking. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah th- those relate sure <laughs> oh, i'm just saying the mindset the mindset you know how we sort of can hesitant I, I, we hesitant to now it'd be interesting if you had a white dude walk in that same store right and had that maybe he would have said oh yeah go ahead so it could be a number of things when it deals with us sometimes well the another thing is one of the one of the, the one of the convenience stores i went to this is all this morning I went in there expecting to see the. Uh, I don't know if he's. I don't. I can't tell. He's Muslim. I can't tell if he's Pakistani or Indian or or something else. But um, he wasn't there today. There was a, a a white kid behind the counter, and I asked him. I did the same spiel. Do you mind if I put this up as gun safety? Uh, it's a. I consider it a community service, and I, you know, I said, you know, I'm trying to, you know, uh, int- you know, raise my business up, but I'm going to do this for free. He t- and he said, well, the boss isn't in. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. He said, but let me, he took the time, he called his boss on the phone, the white kid did, right? and asked the guy, do you mind if this guy puts his, and the guy said, yes. I'm like, wow, and the brother couldn't, he just said, oh, he left at 9 a.m. Well, again, okay. it's too, yeah, I can, but I can see that. It's probably a younger white dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think the other thing you have to take into account is I feel like black people, we, we have the stigma with guns. You know, we like you said, the gun ownership among black people is not at a high percentage. So you have to take into account, you know, I think we're still scary when it comes to gun ownership and the fact that it might bring police. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone is if a black person is telling you I'm here to teach you about gun safety and how to responsibly own a gun that has you you're saying that that would have no effect on people in the black not not everyone but people in the black community I think no yeah exactly I still think there's that there's hesitation I mean, yeah cuz I mean there's no I'm a I feel like I am as square as possible and for what I'm going to, I went 39 years before I bought a gun because I just had that stigma. I don't, I don't fuck with guns at all. I don't. I, I don't want to own a gun. I, none of that. I've I've actually been to it. I've been to a training range many a times with my father. But when I got to adulthood, where I could legally purchase a gun, it was the furthest thing from my mind, and I still had that thing. I don't fuck with guns. Nothing good happens when you have a gun. That was the stigma. That was what I had on myself. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I think just, it was anything against you personally. I, oh, just, I don't think it was, I think it was just those those types of reasons, and that's why you say when the, you went to those other places and they seem to have no problem 
a lot of them have no problem. They don't think of guns as a lot of black people do. <clears throat> and I'm sure you know this as being a gun trainer and an African-American. You used to be that guy. Were you not like very hesitant about guns? I, I was. Right. So that is part of my story is that if I could get if here's what I, here's what I honestly think for the most part. When I hear someone and I, I use myself as an example, first and foremost, and I do this in my class. When I hear someone say they don't like something or they don't want to try something, or that, the first thing I think I think of is it because you're afraid of it. And if you're afraid of it, educate yourself on it and then make an informed decision. You know, that, that's my credo. That's my mantra. Educate, learn about it. And if you're still if you're still not interested in it, OK, fine. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to get over this thing about I mean, they, they don't get they're not having a problem. And it's like we are letting this stigma deny us of a right that we all should have. Right. No arguments there. <laughs> well, we, we all do have that right. Just people don't exercise it. That's what I'm saying. But I think the thing you got to keep in mind is you're walking into somebody else's business. And if they have what you just described, if they sort of have that mindset uh, and then you're coming to ask them to do you a favor, like, then they probably will say no, right? Because they, one, I'm hesitant about it. I'm not really feeling it. And two, I, I, if, I ain't, if I'm hesitant about it and you asking me to do something to help you out and my shit, probably, he, you know, he's going to give you that, uh, well, he don't get here till nine. Or, uh, well, I, I, you know what I'm saying? So they're probably already not going to be, the, you, you would have to really explain to them how you just eloquently broke it down. And I agree with you you might have to have that conversation with them to get past that barrier so they really understand the benefits of why this is great for the community. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But you want to say I something anyway. Go ahead. No, I, no I'm not going <laughs> to. I do want to say something that has nothing to do go against what you said. Okay. It's just that um, I think this is a problem that we have in our community. The water that, is wet. We we all say what? water is wet. We agree about all about that. Okay. All right. There we go. So, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, that's a hell of a leap, man. Just because a guy, <laughs> you know, doesn't want to have something that's you know promoting gun safety in the store, you know, you're making a whole leap that it's a communal problem, and it really might not be. Well, I'm just going by what I was just told. That Mike made Mike made the argument, and I'm not saying, and I don't think it's an errant argument, that black people have a stigma against guns because it leads to trouble, and that's what he's saying. So how am I making a leap? He just said that. All right. Um, <laughs> any other thing else we want to get into before we wrap it up? I do. I don't. I don't know if you want to get into because I don't think anybody else saw it. But I do highly recommend it's on Netflix. A series called You. People are just now starting to see it, and it's it's a to me. Y'all might not like it because I guess I'm a old Gen Xer, so I like these uh, millennial shows where you got this dude stalking this girl and all the drama that comes along with it. But I what? Thoroughly, yeah, you gotta watch it. You gotta. <laughs> you said like like that's a thing or something. <laughs> No, I mean, no, if you watch the show, it's a typical millennial show. So that's what I mean. Okay. The, the okay. story is about... What's a typical millennial show? Kind of angsty, in their feelings, social media driven heavy, you know, that type of shit. Okay. Yeah. 
But I thoroughly enjoyed the series. It's only eight episodes, and it flew by. Hmm. It's just a hell, it was a hell of a lot of drama going on in that show. I've seen the thumbnail, I think, as I scroll through. Yeah, I mean, it start. I don't like. I'll be honest. Y'all probably not gonna get into it, but any of the listeners, younger listeners, go ahead, watched it. I thoroughly recommend it. All right, that's called you. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> I just think this is funny. Unless, if it's okay to change the topic, go ahead. Uh, my wife, for whatever reason, decided to turn on uh, Batman v Superman. Last night oh, yeah. it was on TBS. Yeah. And uh, she's sitting there watching it, and it got to the part where uh, Batman's having a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And she turned to me and said, and this was a serious hashtag, water is wet. She said, uh, this movie's so dark. <laughs> it's not fun. No. <laughs> it's not. I gave that look like, didn't I, try, I tried to tell you this when the, when the shit came out two years ago, whenever, three years ago. I just thought that was funny. Mm. Movie's right. cute kid star, <laughs> director of programming. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Uh, well, speaking of movies, uh, that's the, the Kevin Hart movie came out this week. Are anybody going first day dollars? Or? What movie is that? Oh, that thing where he's uh, playing the magic. Green Jings or whatever it's called. Mister Bojang- Bojangles returned. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> That movie's gonna flop. <laughs> well, it's actually gonna be. No- I think it's gonna be number one this week. It's gonna Get finally, finally dethrone Aquaman. It looks like. Well, how long has Aquaman been out though? Three weeks. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it's been number one for like three or four weeks, and nothing could stop it. But I think this one. Well, let's just say Friday estimates, the upside one, but that, you know, that may not be much. But uh, yeah, uh, Kevin Hart back at it. Uh, what's his name? Cranston? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. They love those types of movies. Yeah. Who's they? <laughs> Who's well, they? The movie going, you know, the, the Academy, uh, probably predominant society. Um, you know, this is. So, you know, you try, you do everything you can not to say it, ain't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> Reminds me of that Lionel Richie commercial. You can do it all night into the daylight. <laughs> that TD commercial. This white is, folks, go ahead and say it, white folks. I, I didn't say that. This is this is a movie. A lot of everybody, you know, likes these types of stories. They, you know, we see these types of movies all the time. Uh, so, you know, uh, we just had the what, the Green Room, right? Green you know, Book. Green Book. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, I mean, the Green Room wasn't that the movie with uh, the Nazis that were killing the kids? Oh, that's the, right. And that's the movie I like. <laughs> wow! I love that movie. Hardcore, hey, man. Okay. Hardcore. I guess you hey, hey, Mike, can I put a can I put a flower up in your store? Hey, man, that that movie is the wrong one. They went into the wrong club. That's why you gotta be careful when you go in these backwoods. What these alt right Nazis? They ain't playing around. <clears throat> that would have been a, even a colder movie. If it was a rap group. A what? A rap movie? <laughs> <laughs> Where are all my niggas? Oh, oh huh? <laughs> <laughs> you the nigga. No, that would have been a cold movie. But anyway, um, yeah, the upside uh, out doing his thing. I'm up, I probably have to miss that one. Um, but, <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, Aquaman is going to hit a billion this month, uh, this week, this weekend. 
It's at 988 million. So probably by tomorrow, they'd have got their that's, billion. That's crazy. I call that the that's the Ritz factor. Eddie Murphy did that bit in what was it? A delirious. Starving man gets a Ritz. Oh, is that a, a cracker? Is that a Ritz? Oh, that must be a Ritz. That, that's the best thing I ever taste. Is that a Ritz? Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Eddie Murphy delirious. What he does? Yeah, it. I know that, but I'm you drinking for a local man Ritz? <laughs> because this movie, the ups, uh, Aquaman, it came out when there was nothing else probably worth watching, and that's why it's making a mm-hmm. billion dollars. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, eh, nah. I don't know about that, Q, but I hear you. Same with the upside. If it becomes, if it dethrones Aquaman, that's an even better Ritz. Interesting. All right. Well, I ain't mad at you for that. I don't understand it, but uh, okay. I get it. I get it. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. There, there, there but I mean, of... the, the most of the money is foreign, and you know, True. in the other countries, they probably have just as many movies coming out as we do. Well, it's a different market over there, obviously. Uh, they... I can understand people overseas wanting to see Aquaman because they don't get it as much as they don't get the content as much as we do. I don't understand it. What don't you understand? They don't get the content. I don't think that they they don't get as immersed in comic book culture or superhero culture as we are over here. They don't get you know it's to them it's unique. It's something new, refreshing. It's American. And they want to be, you know, they and they they lap it up. Interesting. Okay. Let's <laughs> just stand I, on that. <laughs> my 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 <laughs> foreign audience I, here's what he thinks about you. But uh, <laughs> it is what I what I think. <laughs> yeah, hey, you stand on it. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, man. So um, I think that is about it. There was something I was gonna say. I can't remember now. Oh well, it must not have been important. Listen, uh, before we get up out of here, uh, I want to invite you to check out a new show we have, Working Like a Job. The first episode is out. Uh, definitely give a listen to that. Uh, some exciting stuff coming with that. Uh, Q-Storm, where can they catch your other podcasts or shows? Uh, you can catch me on Leading the Red Shirts Contingent. Uh, you can catch me on uh you can subscribe on Lipson, or you can go to the uh, YouTube and search on Red Shirts, the Star Trek podcast, and see the whole backstory of uh, content. We will start up, uh, let's see, Star Trek Discovery will start January 17th, and as we did last season, uh, we will be putting out weekly reviews of each episode, and uh, you can also catch me at lwagarms.com, where I'm trying to explain to my people that we need to strap up and get ready for the coming revolution. I said it. Um, but your advertising, but, but your advertising doesn't seem to be geared toward that. It doesn't. No, no. <laughs> no. You what have you, you have you have non-people of color on there. Uh, what revolution are they gearing up for? Have you seen all of my? Have you seen all of my advertising? So you play both sides. You on your cattle be. Wow. wow. So it's like niggas get ready to shoot the, the crackers. Crackers get ready to shoot the niggas. What if they all have the same classes together? What do you mean have the same classes? What does that mean? Don't you, you mean teach, black people and white people have teach the same group? classes? Yeah, you're gonna have some you're gonna have some riled up black people and you're ready to start the revolution, and then you're gonna have some mild mannered 
Good white folks in the there don't know what the hell. Why are they looking at me like that? Hey, aren't hey, we all hey. getting along? Chickens coming home to roost. That's all. What, Man, what so think? you just you want to start an environment? This you on record saying that you're gonna have. You try to start the purge. Yeah, man, what's going on, Q? Alewag, what? <laughs> hey, you, you you taking it to to the extremes, but you said it's you know, a revolution. Actually, when, just... they, when they come to my class, when they come to my class, there's no live ammunition allowed in the classroom, so nobody. There's not so they're just going to throw, throw hands. They just throwing hands. What's that? What you say? You said they're just going to throw hands. Hey, <laughs> damn. Hey, what they do? What they do on their own time is their business. Q going, Q messing around here, up here setting people up on surviving the game type. Shit, we're gonna meet at the ranch to do survival training, and then it turned out y'all like hunting down each other or some shit. Like, damn, wow, I came here to start the revolution, black pop. Wow, that, that's a real creative take on me throwing out some flyers. <laughs> well, you said, hey, my people, we're gonna start the revolution. It's on, black, it's it's now time. You you all one came on here on that and then I was so I sat but I remember the flyer that I did see was like you know white weeks from there and you talking about the one that I put up with the with the white woman yeah I was like what revolution is that that's one flyer I have another flyer where it has a black person and a white person side by side okay well that? so so all of that but then you get on the air and said we gonna I'm starting a revolution for my people so I was just trying to piece it all together well, in, all, in all seriousness I do think you are correct and. And Pooh is correct that there is a stigma in the black community over guns, and I want to, I want to change that as best I can. And I was joking about the revolution thing. Oh, I, I was just I, I, I trying know. to be funny, but I do think seriously, black people need to get over this stigma and avail themselves of the same rights that white people have, and do it safely. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, uh, big. Trying to call me out, <laughs> just joking too. Can we joke with that? <laughs> big, big, sexy. Where can they find you? Face, <clears throat> excuse me. Facebook under Mark Wiggins, Instagram Mark Wiggins two, and Twitter WSE Mark. All right, Aunt Pooh. Twitter and Instagram Aunt Pooh. That's all I got this week. All right. What's going on with the Q and A, man? You can take that offline. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please check us out at podcastjuice.net. That's the website. You can find us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, whatever your podcast thing of choice. Just look up Podcast Juice. Also, you can check out the podcast on prince our prince podcast you can find those in the same places as well and of course on youtube look us up there my name is michael dean you know what i'm about to say work it like a job see you next time peace